Hello wonderful people. Welcome back to episode 2 of our first season. And today our topic is very interesting and it's about love. So it's about love as a form of worship and our today's topic is to worship is to love. To worship is to love. So what is love? Love is the ultimate expression of God's loyalty, purity and mercy extended towards his people. To be reflected in human relationships of brotherly concern in marital fidelity and adoration of God. So what is love? Today we are going to look at love under a biblical perspective and not in the worldly way. Because part of worshipping God is loving others and part of worshipping God is to love him. And today we are just, even as we adore God, you know, as we adore God in our worship, we have to love him. We have to love him. So what is love to you? We've just been explained to us like it's the ultimate expression of God's loyalty. And loyalty to God is Jesus. Like God showed his loyalty. You know God is not about saying that he's loyal. But he showed it by sending his son Jesus Christ to come and die for our sins. He could have chosen to wipe out. I mean this world is too small for him. He could have just wiped it out with just a second. But he chose to send his only son to come and die for our sins. Now that is love. So he sent love. And Jesus Christ, looking at the art and the character of Jesus Christ, it's all about love. It's all about love. And if you can just look in First Corinthians chapter 13 on what is love. You know, love being the greatest form of, it's the greatest form of everything. It's, it's a fruit. And it's the greatest. So let's look at First Corinthians chapter 13. So from verse 1 to verse 3, it's all about if I could do this without love, then it's meaningless. If I could do this without love, then it's meaningless. If I could speak without love, then it's meaningless. Okay? So even as we do this today, you need to do a spiritual audit and look at the points when you've spoken without love and look at points in your life when you've talked without love and when you've, you've done things for other people without love and see how meaningless it has been. So let's look at verse 1. If I could speak all languages on, of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor, and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. So this has taught me that if, if I do anything from this point and don't have love, then it's all meaningless. I'm just wasting my time. If I go to the streets and I'm just giving food and food and food, then just it's just a means of people to see and I'm just having my pride up there and I want people to see how I'm giving how I'm, how, how I'm, an, how I'm such a nice guy then it's nothing, it's meaningless I'm just wasting my money and verse 4 what is love? love love is kind love is patient love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude it does not demand its own way it is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. Do you remember what your brother did to you? Do you remember what your sister did to you? 
Do you remember what your friends did to you? Then you didn't have love. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. You know the banner, the banner of God over us is love. That is what God chose over us. He chose to love us. So what is it that you're choosing to do? Are you choosing to love other people or curse them or condemn them or beat them down? Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now, our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror. But then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete. But then I will know everything completely. Just as God now knows me completely. Three things will last forever. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is love. The, the only person who walked in the fruits of the Holy Spirit is Jesus. He's the only patient person. He was the only kind person. He did not sin by any chance. He never sinned. And for me, love is perfect like that. Love is Jesus Christ. And if you can look at First John chapter 4, verse from verse 7, it says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not love God, for God is love. God showed how much he loved us by sending his one and only son into this world, so that we might have eternal life through him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. You know, here God explains that he loved us, but we didn't love him. That's why we were living in sin, and that's why we needed to be redeemed. Okay? So, part of us showing love is expecting nothing in return. Don't expect that because you love this person in the street, that this person is going to love you back. Let us do things as unto God. Let us love as unto God, that we love just to worship Him. Because we were made to worship Him. We were made to worship Him. So if we are not worshiping Him, then we are not living in the purpose that God made us to. Then we are not living in our identity because our identity is in His worship. Okay? So, God loved us. We didn't love Him back. It was part of His way by sending His Son to, to show us how much He loves us. But us, we want to love people who love us. We don't want to love the people who don't love us or the people who hate us, if I can use the word. But let's love people freely, perfectly. Do as if you're doing that to God. And verse 11 says, Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us, and his love is bright to full expression in us. This is a very good verse from verse 12. No one has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us. 
So you can just imagine worshipping out of love. Then that means that you're worshipping in an empty, you're just empty, you're void because God is not living with you. So if you love others, then even as you give your worship, it's a true worship. We saw it in, the, in, in Cain and Abel. The both of them, they gave their sacrifices. But God picked one and rejected the other. Why? Because of the intention of the heart and because of what is in us. So we might think that we are worshipping God and we are tearing and we are just saying, Oh God, oh God, and you think you are worshipping God, but if you don't have love, then you are empty. If you don't have love, you are empty. Verse 13, And God has given us his spirit as proof that we live in him and he is in us. Furthermore, we have seen with our own eyes and now testify that the Father sent his Son to be the Savior of the world. All who declare that Jesus is the Son of God have God living in them and they live in God. And now, and we know how much God loves us and we have put our trust in his love. God is love and how we live in love live in God and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because he lives. We live like Jesus here in the world. So God is love and how we live in love, live in God. This verse just, just fills me with so much love to know that God is love. And God, if you look at God in three different forms, Jesus Christ is God, the Holy Spirit is God, and there's God the Father. So there's God the Son, God the Father, and God the Holy Spirit. So Jesus is love. In other words, Jesus is love. And even if we see that day, if that day of the judgment, you know that is a day when we are going to meet Jesus face to face and be accountable for our actions. You know, we have no reason to fear this day because we have been saved from punishment. Instead, if we start fearing this day, that means because we, there is no love in us. You know, we didn't worship God fully in the love that he gave us. And in the love that he showed us. Okay? And if we look verse 18. Such love has no fear. Because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid. It is for fear of punishment. And this shows. That we have not fully experienced his perfect love. We love each other because he first loved us. Okay? So looking at the background. Or the baseline of it. The root of it all. Is Jesus Christ. So we don't say we love people because we've been through a lot. You know, we don't say we love people because we've read so many books about love, but it's about Jesus Christ. So love is about Jesus Christ. Every time you hear about love, it's about Jesus Christ. When you go to church and people say, you know, we need to receive the baptism of love, this is because Jesus has to be instilled back in you. That means that you need a fresh anointing of love. You need a fresh anointing of Jesus in your life. Because Jesus is the perfect love. Jesus is perfect. He is perfect. He doesn't have any weaknesses. And we ought to live the same way that he lived. But what are we doing instead? Verse 20. If someone says I love God but hates a fellow believer, that person is a liar. 
or if we don't love people, we can see how can we love God whom we cannot see. And he has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. And part of worship is following the decrees and the commands of God. Part of worship is staying away from sin because God said stay away from sin. And part of worship is loving God enough to stay away from sin. So we see that worship, obedience, love and everything, it's one thing, it's, it's one language. You know, and until we, we get to that atmosphere of worship in that place where we just want to worship God fully and perfectly without having any blemishes or any sin, then we will never realize the beauty of worship. I'm still on this journey of worship and I just want to realize what true worship is. I want to feel it. I want to express it. You know, I want to feel it for myself because God said that we were made to worship. So meaning all our lives we are supposed to worship God. And I don't believe that God can tell us we are supposed to worship him. And it's so difficult that he had to make it like as a punishment for us the rest of our lives. So meaning that worship is an everyday thing. Worship is a lifestyle. And we worship God. Yeah, it's not about music, but it's about worship. And what is worship? How do you worship God? Like uh, there's this song by Benita Jones that just says, you know, I love you forever. You know, and you can just be singing the whole day. And I love you forever. And I love you forever. I love you forever. Lord, I love you forever. And I love you forever. I love you forever, Lord. Can go ahead and say, I need you forever. I need you forever. And I need you forever. I need you forever, Lord. So, another verse that just came into my head is pray without ceasing. You know when the Lord tells us, pray without ceasing, means that we are supposed to pray the rest of our lives. And we are going to discuss this on our next episode that to worship is to pray. To worship is to pray. Because if we were made to worship, if we were made to worship, get me, get, get me, get me very right. And make sure that if you can write this down, just write it down. But the Lord made us to worship. He asks us to love every day and to express love in all forms. Then he tells us to pray without ceasing. Meaning, if we can just like generalize all these things into one, it's a form of worship. Worship in prayer, worship in love. It's a form of worship. It's a form of worship. Pray without ceasing, that means pray every time. Then he tells us we were made to worship. So if you are made to worship and he tells us to pray without ceasing every day, what does it mean? It's one thing. No, God doesn't complicate himself. It's one thing. And this is what he wants us to do. He wants us to worship him. He wants us to love our one another. He's commanded us. Those who love God must also love their fellow believers. Do you love one another? 
How do you love one another? How do you love one another? Do you love another person because you're forced to? Do you love another person because of pressure? How do you love one another? How do you love one another? I want to know how you love one another. God wants us to love each other the same love that he loves us with. With the same love that he sent his son to come and die for our sins. So let us open our minds. Let us get out of that comfort zone and start loving one another. Let us get out of that comfort zone and start worshipping him in the form of love, in the form of prayer, in the form of obedience. Because on judgment day, we'll be held accountable. We'll appear before Christ, before our Savior, and we'll be answerable. When the Lord asks you, I asked you to love your brothers and sisters, did you love them? Did you think ill of them? Did you hate them? And that is what is going to determine whether we are going to go to heaven or not. It's not about the works. It's not about the works. It's about the heart. And most of all kingdom things, they revolve around the heart. So be careful what you think. Be careful comes out, what comes out of your heart because out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. Okay? So you cannot say that you are worshipping God and you are hate and you can insult someone. You can say that you love God and you let insults come from your mouth and you call someone stupid because before you call someone stupid, that means that you thought it in your heart. And that means that your, love, your heart doesn't have love. And that's a dangerous position to be in. Let us take time to go back. Let us take time to go back to the heart of worship. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry enough for the things are made well it's all about you it's all about you jesus it's all about you it's all about you it's all about you jesus it's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. And it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry enough for the things I've made And it's all about you It's all about you, Jesus you know, Today in the morning I just woke up feeling so off I just woke up feeling so off I didn't want to talk to anyone I was just like, I just want to be me and myself and Jesus and I know that is not a good way to express love 
because I know my family members are going to come to my room and say, we need to spend time together and everything. But right now, after worshiping God, I feel a shift in my, in my heart. And I feel even more love for them. Yeah, and I learn how to be selfless. And as I worship God, I just feel something good. Just, I just feel Jesus in my heart. And I feel the character of Jesus in my heart because I worship him in true love. You know, worship is a, is a true heartfelt expression. And this is how I express my, li- my love to him. This is how I express my everything to him. I just love on him and I just worship him. And tell him, oh Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I want you. I love you forever, Lord. I need you forever, King of Kings. Such a good God. You're such a good Father. It's who you are. It's who you are, Father. And today, just I'd like to encourage us. Let's get. Let's learn how to worship. Let's learn how to worship in love. Let's learn how to worship in love. Put your differences aside. Put your differences aside. You cannot be there in church worshiping and you're just lifting your hands and you're thinking about, you know, what your pastor said to you last week. Or maybe you're thinking about what your cellular said to you last week. Let us learn to love. We can do nothing without love. If we say that we love God and we don't love brothers and sisters, then that is not love. That is not love. There's so much that is expected from us. And if we can just learn the simplicity of it, we've only been asked to worship and to love, guys. Worship me. That is what the Lord says. Love on me. That is what the Lord says. Love your brothers. That is what the Lord says. You know, give, love doesn't have to be giving them anything. Yeah, don't mistake me and, and start giving out everything that you have. Okay? But love is going to that person who's depressed and talking to that person. Listen to him. Tell him you love him. You know, go to your sister when she's having a hard time. You know, tell her you can do this. I love you, sister, and God loves you more. You know? And that is how we're supposed to express our love. It's so simple, but we tend to complicate it. We think that becoming a Christian means that now you, you, you become poor because you're giving out everything. God is not debtor. God is not debtor. If you give something, then he's going to give you even more in return. It will come running over in a hundredfold and thousandfold. In this time of the quarantine, how are you showing love? How are you showing love? I just want to love people. I just want to worship my God. I don't want to miss heaven because I didn't have love. I don't want to miss heaven because of these simple things. I just want to say it's all about you. doesn't matter how you sing. It's not about this voice, it's about the heart. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm coming back to the Heart of worship, and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry not for the things 
and it's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. Just as simple as that. You can be singing the whole day, it's all about you, Jesus. You can be singing how you just want him and how you just love him. How you just need him. And that is what God is looking for. The condition of the heart and the worship that we give to him. And then after seeking his kingdom and his righteousness, then all these things will be added unto us. All these things will be added unto us. But that is our first purpose. That is our identity. Our identity is in his worship. So as we lift up the name of Jesus, as we lift up the name of God, then he sends the heavens down. He sends the heavens down. And I just love to worship. And if you can just allow me and just say, Great are you, Lord. 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 I'm just showing you how simple it is to worship. Yeah. I haven't gotten there. I haven't got to the to the to the place of where I'm experiencing true life and to the tree of life and the tree of worship. I haven't gotten there. But I'm on my way there. And I will not rest until I know how to worship God fully and completely with my whole heart. So what I'm giving you is what I know. And I'm not going to hold it to myself because God wants me to share this with you. Learn to worship God. Don't mind anything. David danced for God until his clothes fell off. Dance for God until your clothes fall off. Dance for God with your everything. Worshiping him with your everything. And this is true worship. Let's stay tuned as we wait up for episode 3 of our first season. And what we are going to discuss about, let me just give you a hint of it, is to worship is to pray. To worship is to pray. It's all one language. We are all speaking the same language. And the language that we are speaking is worship. And the language that we are speaking is worship. Stay tuned. See you on my next episode. I love you so much, guys. And may we learn to express worship in the form of love. Stay, in, stay tuned and subscribe. Thank you.